When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Name's Blaine. So beautiful. Blaine? Oh, that's a major appliance. That's not a name. He's a Richie. Uh-oh. What he? It's just his family has a lot of money. Does he have strong lips? How can you tell? Do you feel it in your knees? I felt it everywhere. Strong lips. I love this woman and I have to tell her. Closed. You know what an older woman does for me? Changes your diapers. Touche. It is a Steph's party, Blake. And you shouldn't be allowed to invite just anybody. Why are you getting involved? A girl was, is, will always be nada. Say it. You're ashamed to be seen with no, me. I am You're not. ashamed to go out with me. You like him, he likes you. What his friends think shouldn't make any difference. Someone let them know that they didn't break me. Told me you couldn't believe in somebody who didn't believe in you. I've always believed in you. I just didn't believe in me. Come on. Yeah, come, come on. on. Welcome to Recap and Gown, the podcast where four old millennials talk about the high school and college movies from back in the day when we were high school and college students to find out what made the grade and what should have been held back. Representing the class of 03, I'm your co-host Crooks. Joining me this week and every week, he sings like an angel and drinks like a fish, the class of 04's own Big Hearn, David Oscar Hernandez. What up, Dave? Not much. I watched two, one of those those early releases on the streaming services. I guess it's weird that movies like after 35 days are now, they, mm-hmm. they just put them on HBO Max still. Mm-hmm. I, I understand it's been a pandemic thing, but I watched Amsterdam. Oh, did um, you like it? No. Okay. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was a bit tough to follow and everyone was very weird. Mm-hmm. But they... The, I didn't get it, <laughs> and it was telling a story that I, I, I like. I know what they're trying to do. 
they were they were talking about the plot of a bunch of uh, business tycoons uh, back in the early uh, Roosevelt ed- administration trying to get a general to get the army to support them in plotting a coup. It was oh, and, so- and, 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 and that's part of the story. But yeah. then there's all sorts of other weird stuff that happens, and um, it's weird recognizing everybody, even in mm-hmm. the small parts, and everyone, even the tiniest part. You're like, that's a giant fucking star. And it's distracting. And see, um, this is this is fun for me because we talked about this movie on the pod like two months ago. And you were like, yeah. oh, I want to see that. And I'm like, I don't want to see it. Like, why not? It's got all the stars in it. And I'm like, I don't, I don't want to mm-hmm. see that. And I'm happy that I was no, I, justified here. I thought that'd be exciting. I'm like, holy shit, there's Taylor Swift. <laughs> oh, my God. No uh, way. No, and then Chris you. is it going to be Chris Rock and John David Washington to stand in right, right next to each other with uh, who else? Uh, Robert De Niro shows up later in the movie. Holy shit. It's too much. I think that's going to be the same way that Babylon is when that comes out. I'm not seeing yeah. that one either. I'm oh, not that, seeing that. Fucking that, that, that one's even more decadent, but more like random people. I'm like, they have this, uh, I think this Mexican actor who's, who's big in Mexico, but you've never seen him before. And he, I think he got nominated for a Golden Globe today mm. uh, for a movie that's not even out yet. And then I watched on Peacock because they get movies sometimes too. Oh yeah, that uh, George Clooney, Julia Roberts rom com. Oh, you watched that? Ticket to Paradise. Paradise. Yeah, not bad. Especially really? it was good. Solid palate cleanser after uh, <laughs> after, after watching Amsterdam. A- a- Amsterdam, which was too much. Uh, it 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 doesn't expect a lot of you. It's just no, I... it's exactly what you think it is, and that's I'm fine. Not sometimes and that's that's okay. it's not for me. It's not that's for fine. Me, but uh... I didn't think it'd be for me either. Well, well, but uh, imagine but your surprise. Who doesn't like the clown dog every so often? Uh, let's Julia not call Roberts. him the clown dog ever again. That's you don't like the clown dog? Don't need yeah. that unnecessary. Right. Fine. Uh, flying solo in the Lone Star State. This podcast chief classism and trivia correspondent from the class of 01, Dana Griffin. What up, Dana? Not much. I'm just trying to avoid White Lotus spoilers today. That's been my day. I mean, they're every fucking where. So yeah, it's like you're yeah. just dodging bullets up and right here. I'd not watch these at all. Like, look for like certain names. And I'm like, oh, if it says like Tanya, Daphne, <laughs> Harper, keep scrolling. Portia, just keep, keep scrolling. Because you're like, ah, I'm so close. So close to being done. I have not watched this season at all. I watched the first season. I enjoyed it, but I watched the first season in like a two day span. And I plan to do the same thing with this. I'm just going to like just put it on while I'm working and just kind of, you know, run through it. So maybe get that started. There are some yet. subtitles. So you got, you do have to, we're speaking mm. Italian. Oh, well, I guess I'll have to make Ooh. do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no subtitles in this movie. I was trying to think of a good segue. None. There's no Italians and no subtitles. So this I could make one an, happen here. About as an American as an English as you can get. Yeah. Speaking English. Yeah, How you doing? Explicitly English. Uh, yeah. We're talking about Pretty in Pink from 1986. It's a time warp. Um, you can get this one for free on HBO Max, Cinemax, and Spectrum. You can rent it on Prime, Voodoo, Redbox, and Apple TV. Uh, the synopsis via Rotten Tomatoes. Andy is an outcast at a Chicago high school, hanging out either with her older boss, who owns the record store where she works, or her quirky classmate, Ducky, who has a crush on her. When one of the rich and popular kids at school, Blaine, asks Andy out, it seems too good to be true. As Andy starts falling for Blaine, she, re- she begins to realize that dating someone from a different social sphere is not easy. That's that's pretty much it. Um, yeah, I true. mean, that's that's about it. 
Yeah, Blaine. That's a fucking. It's a terrible name, and missing the I in it makes it even worse. Just B L A N E. Looks ridiculous. Blaine's buddy's name's even worse. Steph. Hey, Steph. What's up, Blaine? That's weird. It's odd. Fucking too. Well, but, it, but that's 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 Stefan. I think this guy's name is just Steph or perhaps Stephanie. I don't know for sure. <laughs> Stephanie. Yeah, it could be Stephanie. Stephanie. You don't know. <laughs> you don't know his Christian name. Stefan. Or well, Stefan or Kel. Uh Dave, if you could give us a rundown of who's in this movie. Molly Ringwald plays Andy Walsh, uh, her father, Jack Walsh, played by Harry Dean Stanton. Blockbuster performance from that old man. Um watch Big Love. Old. He's great in Big Love. He's he's been old forever, my entire life. I'm yeah, like, that's he was an old. That's an old man. He was a thousand year old mummy, basically in uh, Big Love, just falling apart. Correct. Yeah. Uh, Ducky John Cryer. Um, Annie Potts plays is it Iona 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 Iona. Uh, Steph McKee, James Spader playing James Spader, basically. Yes. He, James he Spader as the, himself. He could be the nicest guy ever, but. Once Ugh. I saw that, once I saw this character, I'm like, that's always what I've thought James Spader is because he always plays that guy. He's playing his uh, same character from The Office. He has not correct. changed at all. What Robert was it? Robert California. Robert or, California. Danny California. Robert California. Uh, Andrew McCarthy as Blaine McDonough. Uh, Kate Vernon as Benny Hansen. Why they got Andrew Dice Clay doing the Andrew Dice Clay thing for like a, a minute or two talking to Ducky? Yeah, he was know, huge at this time, so I guess that makes cr- sense. Credited as bouncer, uh, Christy Swanson is mm-hmm. a as a duckette, mm-hmm. um, so she shows up. Yep. Um, let's see, Dweezil Zappa, really? Dweezil Zappa is Simon. Yeah. Did not did didn't didn't notice the character. Yeah, he's got he like dating, a line. He was dating Molly Ringwald at the time. Was he? Um, wow, that's, that's what IMDb said. Jesus yeah. Christ, that's cool. That's cool, man. <laughs> G- uh, Gina Gershon as uh, Trombley. I had um, no lines. Just, no, just right. there. there she was. Just there. there she was. Prominently on screen, just kicking it. Yeah, I don't recognize any of these other people. Yeah, that's all the important ones. Um, let's cool. go on the horn here and give some memories of the first time we saw this one. Dana, what do you got? I, I think I must have seen it in high school. Cause there was like a time in my like I just had not seen like many or any of the John Hughes films, so like we, I don't think we've done it or have we done it? Breakfast Club, I think that was not the first yet. one, mm, not and yet. then like you know, I was working my way, like we did pretty no 16 Candles, we did mm-hmm. that one, and then I got to this one, yeah, and I will save my review for later, but yeah, I think I watched it in high school, maybe okay. high school, yeah, 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 all right, Dave. I saw it yesterday for the first time ever. <laughs> Wow. And um, wow. usually when I when I watch these time warps, I'll get like flashbacks like, oh, I've seen that scene before somewhere like it was on Comedy Central, like mm-hmm. it, it was on TNT and I saw that scene and then I flipped away. I didn't recognize any of this. <laughs> I swear. For every frame yeah. of the film. It's really it's odd. I mean, I yeah. I know the I know the ducky character only because, of course, one of, one of my favorite TV shows of all time, Mr. Show with Bob and David. Did mm-hmm. did did kind of a send up of these of the, the different tropes that are common in, in in these '80s teen films, and one of the things is they're just hanging out, and then Ducky comes rolling up in a car. He's like, "Get the fuck in here!" and they and they go for a ride. It <laughs> didn't make any sense, Mike, but that's how I knew who Ducky was. I mean, he's didn't for know sure. Otherwise. He's didn't for know sure like the, the most 
the most yeah. lasting character from this movie, like the most culturally Certainly relevant. Is. Ducky yeah. is the guy that that carries over, which is wild. Very um, odd. Yeah, I had only seen it once before, and I think it was the summer of two thousand seven. Um, I know I've mentioned this once or twice in the pod. Uh, VH1 had something called the World Series of Pop Culture. Only happened once. It was fucking amazing. And one of the teams had a reference to um, Iona from Trax Records in their name. And so I watched this movie and 16 Candles back to back. There was another team that was like, I, mean, I love Jake Ryan or whatever. I'm like, what are these fucking references? I don't know them. And so I watched What's both the of these Iona reference. What's the I forget. Do you remember I think oh. it was like it was like it was either um tracks records, what do you want? I think is what she says when she answers the phone or whatever. Mm. And then like mm. one of them was dressed up as Iona and got mentioned as like dressed up as Iona or whatever. Um but yeah, I have not seen it since then, have not thought about it since then. Like it was it was very much like a summertime. I'm on campus at college. I have nothing to do between marathons of beer pong. I'll watch these two movies back to back and probably smoke three or four blunts in the process. So Memory is very hazy from this. I don't recall very much of it at all. But uh, Dana, did it make the grade or should they have held this back? No, I still hate it. I didn't like like it the first time. I remember watching the first time. I'm like, what the fuck? This is terrible. This is it. It's not funny. It's not fun. It's there's like, no, no, it did not make the grade. It's not good. Um, No, it no. This is probably one of my least favorite John Hughes films. Like, or might be like the like worst of his in my opinion I, I don't like shit. this film that's fair I don't like it. Yeah. all right dave i hate it um <laughs> nah um there was some there's some good performances here um i thought spader was excellent um spader, ducky yeah. uh ducky was who ducky was infuriating in every possible way but that's mm-hmm. there was some good acting there as a as a, just a, a terrible person um and um Molly Ringwald, obviously. I'll watch anything that she's in. But uh, yeah, the story didn't do anything for me. Um, just the class structure. I'm like, is it really? What do we? It's, what do we it's sharks to... and jets, you guys. It's just so. <laughs> but that that's God at least racial. <laughs> yeah, that's true. at least racial. It's that's true. Fair. This didn't make any sense. This like is Hatfields and McCoys. <laughs> it's uh, you guys the same Peacers versus family. Socials. <laughs> yes. And Molly Ringwald's house is literally right next to the train. It's on the other side of the yeah. tracks. It's just that's just oh. so perfect. But also, uh, I I did not enjoy watching this. I was glad it was an hour and a half and change, okay. and then it was over. Do you remember the 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 thirty five year old sophomore quarterback from the program? I do. Where his like sure. parents' house was like outside the factory. It was like <laughs> yes, right next steel to bill the in their front yard. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yeah. to me okay um i'm gonna be the cheese standing alone here this movie made the grade for me but like yeah. only as a time capsule it wasn't too long right it was an hour and a half uh there weren't too many blatantly offensive things that happened in it it's clearly super representative of teen culture of this era but this story mm-hmm. is really bare bones um mm-hmm. i didn't like any of these characters like there's not one character where i'm like oh i like this person which is a problem. Um, so it made the grade for me, but like only as something to look at as like a historical document. And it's another one of these cases where I look back and I'm like, how did this become an iconic classic of its era? Like same with Porky's. I'm like, how did that become? How, how was that a thing? So yeah, this, this is one of those. I'm just like, I mean, it's fun to look at now and laugh at some things, um, yeah. not the jokes, but like the look of the film. But I don't know how this was a hit 
in any kind of way. Yeah, it, was, it was the music and the fashion, I think. The, the fashion. Well, I'm fashion. sure. I'm sure we'll talk about it more. But Ooh, yeah, I think those, that's most of this podcast. Th- those two things specifically probably put this over the edge, especially its lasting power. There were a couple of big songs in this movie. There so. were, and and Molly Ringwald's star power is like oh, yeah. hard to fathom um, at yeah. the time. I mean, she was like the it girl for teenagers at the time, which is strange to think about. But yeah, she was. She was. She was that Don Dada of the time. Um, before we jump into the recap and the segments, do we have any fun facts on this one? Um, I found a couple. I probably could have looked for more, but I don't like this movie. Um, <laughs> basically. But so the ending, I thought it was like Andrew McCarthy Carthy looked weird at the end. And I like couldn't figure out why. And I was like, his hair looks awful. Like, what is going on? Um, and basically, they had to reshoot the ending because the original ending is Andy winds up with Ducky. Mm-hmm. Test audience... Test audiences didn't like it. Jesus. I think the same Terrible. thing happened with 16 Candles, where she wound up with the geek at the end. Everyone's like, no, put her with the oh. hot rich boy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So they had to reshoot it. But by that point, like people had lot like Andrew McCarthy had already lost a bunch of weight and shaved his head to be in some play called The Boys of Winter. I don't know what it is. I don't look it All up. Right. Um, but yeah, so that's why his hair looked awful because i was like he's got that it's not spader level amazing uh, no we'll say that spader's hair was... is the 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 second male lead in the movie basically oh just the 80s of 80s sure feathery, the feather back in oh, the wings for style yeah it's a beautiful oh, thing beautiful beautiful yeah. i you um, know but... i'm torn because i think i think i like her with ducky better than this ending but like only by one percent they're both awful. so i didn't write it all in here but i can keep going so basically john hughes was pissed that he had to rewrite the ending. He he liked the way it was supposed to end. So that's why he basically wrote this same movie called Some Kind of Wonderful. Um, oh. So he could get the ending that he wants, which is like Eric Stoltz, Leah Thompson, and Mary yeah. Stewart Masterson. Um, Eric Stoltz, yeah. Yeah, apparently everybody Marty McFly, thought... The, the original Marty McFly, Eric Stoltz. The original yeah. Marty McFly, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, everybody felt John Cryer was really annoying, like Andrew McCarthy and Molly Ringwald. Yeah. Um, and Molly Ringwald said initially, like Robert Denny Jr. might have been cast in the ducky role. And she thinks like if he had been in the ducky role, audiences may have been like more okay with them winding up together. Cause she's like, John Cryer just gave me like brother vibes. I found him incredibly annoying the whole entire time. We just mm-hmm. saw Robert Downey Jr. and Johnny B. Good be this kind of character, and it was incredibly irritating to watch. I think it would have been different though. I I I was like this. It could have worked because it was the same shit in school days too. Like I hate him. School days. He was yeah. He was in school days as the mm-hmm. as um mm-hmm. oh the the roommate of uh, uh Dangerfield's kid. Remember, he's always wearing like weird clothes and being weird. Oh, you're right. Back, right, right. To, back to school. Back to school, school days. Is school. Something I'm else. sorry. Oh, school like, days. I, yeah, I, Big I, Brother. I don't think it, uh, you. That's Big Brother Almighty. Movie, yeah, not that movie. No, okay. no, 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 no. I was no, like, no, that's no. a Spike Lee joint. I it don't is. think that that is the, the blackest film on the planet. <laughs> yes. Was he no, playing but... his character? I'm disguised. Oh, God. I'm the dude disguised. I, well, you know what? Uh, fun facts. Um, I watched uh, this documentary on Netflix called Is That Black Enough for You? Oh. All about like black cinema from the silent era up through like the end of the black exploitation era. The character he's playing. Um, in Tropic Thunder is an homage to that movie that his dad made that was in um, Johnny B. Good. 
where they're watching the drive-in. Putney Swope. It's it's there's a character in that movie. He's like doing that character to a T. Apparently, I'm like I didn't fucking know that. Doesn't make it any better. But Mm. yeah, that's what that's supposed to be. Apparently, but I don't I don't want him in this. He he irritated me more than Ducky did. Like in the two movies we've seen him in from this era, I'm like no, I fucking hate that guy. But I feel like those movies would have been like later. Like I think School Day. Like no, try to be good. (laughs) School days. Yeah, I we think should Johnny probably do it. Like 88. We should do it. Uh, um, but that's when he's up. on SNL. So I think it's like, I think if you had caught him at like less than zero time, like, like, I think it would be better. This is meant to be more of a drama. It is the least raunchy, least funny, like least whatever of John uh, Hughes films up until you got point. that right. It ain't funny. <laughs> I can tell you that much. But, uh, right. Johnny Be Good was two years later. Um, I didn't yeah, look I up. Think, I didn't look up when Back to School was, but it's probably right on the same time too. I think it could have. It could have been okay, maybe with with RDJ. I don't know. I maybe. think my problem is the Ducky character himself is irritating. Like he's just like a pest. <laughs> he's a piece of shit. I don't yeah. want him around. Yeah, so I don't, I don't care who's playing. Maybe, maybe, maybe if I constantly bother her, she'll like me. Just I mean, constant irritation in every possible way. I just yeah. call and leave her a message every five to seven minutes. My and you know God. what? I'll, let, I'll let, ride let, around well, hold on. Let's, let's stop. <laughs> let's stop. Let's stop. Let's stop. house and just let's, wait for her. We'll yeah, talk about all these things. Let's yeah. get into the recap in the segments here. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Galvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now um so i wanted to start off right off the bat because i said i watched these back to back 16 candles pretty in pink which one did you guys like better danny you look sick well, no, like <laughs> you look ill. This one is like just legitimately. I don't like anything about it. Pretty in Pink. I think we talked about it. It's it has its problems. And Sixteen candles. Yeah. Sixteen candles. Sorry, sorry, sorry. This is. Yeah. I also get them confused in my head. Um, I, I get it. The I love Jake Ryan film um, is very problematic. So I think when you go like, which one is a time capsule of the eighties? That Sixteen Candles for me. Mm-hmm. This I don't know what the fuck. This is just awful. So I prefer sixteen candles to this one. Always okay. will, always have. Dave, sixteen candles because this was just <laughs> like like you said before. This is the least funny. It the, is the, the least. least funny. I, I didn't laugh the once. Least, the least entertaining, and uh, I got some problems with the with 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 the duck character. At least sixteen candles had long duck dong in it. <laughs> That's See, the problematic. Here's my problem. Hey, I said I a little listen, bit. They are both. He, he was having a great time. He was having a good time. He was having a good time. No one's having fun. No one's having fun in this movie. No one's. E- everyone's fun. everyone's kind of um, sad. Everyone's miserable. Iona Iona had a good time. I think, but like these, with, in, in kind of a weird way. Like let me just dance with myself and then yeah, kind of a weirdo. Yeah, it got um, kind of sad. Then these movies are both very tragically flawed for me in major ways. But I think. I have less 
a problem with Pretty in Pink. Like, I don't have to cringe through Long Duck Dong every time he's mm-hmm. on screen. There's no rape in this movie, and there is a prominent rape in <laughs> 16 Candles. We don't, we don't see it. Uh, I mean, they talk about it before. We see him carry this girl off over his shoulder. We see we see everything up until, and then we see the aftermath that she falls in love with him, which is real fucked up. Um, Ducky, to me, is more easily redeemable, harmless boy than the geek. Because again, the geek has raped. Like neither of these movies are deserving of icon status. They, I don't know how either one of them b- became like. Yes, Molly Ringwald is good. She ain't that fucking good to make both of these like. Oh, I love these movies, and I'm like, I don't, I don't fucking get it. But uh, no, pretty, it sucks. I, no, pretty in pink is it just sucks. it's so bad. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, we'll get to it because because I think. I realized like what the biggest flaw of the movie is when I was watching. There's two pretty big flaws, um, but I realized it today, and I think we'll we'll get to it. But um, no, like again, like I know like Sixteen Candles is very problematic, but it's funny. It's funny. I don't even I don't think it's that funny. I well, don't think it's that funny. Me. I the, don't. The embarrassing grandparents. There's, there's a couple of funny moments. Yes, the embarrassing grandparents are nice. Um, Joan Cusack tried to drink out of a fountain. Okay. That, that touche, I forgot Joe Cusack. Joe <laughs> I forgot Cusack about Joe Cusack in a full body brace. Yes. Okay. That does help. But yeah, it just ugh. I they're both they're both pretty fucking terrible. Um this movie uh is very much just like suspended on the fashion and looks in it. So I wanted to just kind of get us going here with some frosted tips and butterfly clips. This whole movie, every character in it is just like a different 80s fashion archetype. So I kind of wanted to run through some of these and get your takes on these because this is a lot to look at. Um, mm-hmm. We'll start with Andy. I'm calling her overall look hipster grandma. Like the movie opens with a scene of her getting dressed. You can Exhausting. tell. Exhausting. Exhausting. So many layers. I'm like, it's let me long. just put these tights on and then put socks. So what the fuck are you doing? There, there's a it's, part. It's too much. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about some of her looks in general. There's a part where we see her in like an ankle length skirt with big slouchy socks and some sneakers. And then there's jeans under that skirt. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. What the <laughs> fuck is here? But yeah, we see her getting dressed. We, you can tell um, we're supposed to be like blown away by her edgy fashion sense when we finally we? see the whole. I think so. I think so. I think we are supposed to because they, they show us individual pieces of this. Like we see her putting on. I, I, I think those are just stockings. I'm not sure if those are pantyhose, whichever the two. Um, Same thing. Well, I thought stockings were like not separated or separated at the crotch, like individual legs for those. And then pantyhose, oh, and go, that. the pants. <laughs> yeah, oh, I didn't I know those that. go the whole oh, okay. way up. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, we see her like putting on those. Then it's like a belt. Then it's like a, a headband and a hat. <laughs> it's like all these things. And then she walks out. And I think we're supposed to go, oh, she look at she's fucking killing it. And I looked at her. I'm like, you look like a goddamn clown. <laughs> you look so like, fucking ridiculous. Like everybody at school looks at her weird. And I'm, I think we're supposed to be like, yeah. Well, well, the, no, the preps look at her weird. There's that scene where we see um, Blaine go outside at lunchtime and all the kids outside dress like her. <laughs> so I think it's supposed to be like it's the preps odd. look at her weird when she's at school. But yeah. she, again, hipster grandma, a lot of floral prints, a lot yeah. of floral prints. She's got lace collars galore. Like she's Ruth Bader Ginsburg over here. Mm-hmm. Like, 
was a lace collar on every dress she wears in the movie until prom night. I'm like, and these are not like sexy Madonna lace. This is like your grandma's doily on her neck. It's it's like literally she just like rolled around in your grandma's living room. <laughs> she took the plastic off the couch first, and yeah, then she was yeah. just like, ah. give me all of it. <laughs> Velcro on her body. Give me all of it. It's uh, so bad. I don't think we're supposed to think she's fashionable. I think we are. I, I she's 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 the female hero of the movie. We're not supposed to go look at this girl that can't dress herself for shit. <laughs> like yeah, we're supposed to go, okay. oh, she's cutting edge fashion of the day. I think is what we're supposed to mm. say for her. I think we're supposed to realize, like, oh, she's poor. She's just doing the best she can. <laughs> she's dressed like a hobo. I'm just yeah. like, she's got bits and pieces. She's got again a lot of floor length skirts, which I, I know that was a thing at the time, but it just it yeah. doesn't seem comfortable, it doesn't seem functional. Um there's a shot of her. I think it's the scene where she and Blaine have like their hallway confrontation because he's been ghosting her. She has on the biggest perfect circle glasses I've ever fucking seen. No, that's mm. in um uh the history class. Is it his okay? I, I'm yeah. I, there was a shot where just like they take up your whole face. <laughs> like you're entire yeah, yeah. oh it is. Yeah, it's when the girls are the girls like, where'd you get your clothes? The five and dime? And like pretty much, yeah. Yeah, yeah she'd have the gigantic glasses on there. No, it's a bigger um, field of vision. Everyone got the small glasses. Not I've seen have you seen the ones that's like it's like from like ni- 1920s German professor, like little tiny circles. Oh, yeah. Like some some pince nez, some pince nez glasses. With those giant glasses, I can look in every possible because <laughs> I had those for a while too. My first pair of glasses. Oh, I had some of those. I, I still I still have them. That fucking big. I had to see everything everywhere. So only did I have I, I, I understand the, it now, but it's just not how it works anymore. I had the so, huge glasses with the auxiliary bar across the top because I broke yes. them so often for extra yes. stability. I needed mm-hmm. the extra bar to hold them in place. Um then the last thing with her overall looks, because we're not gonna go through I mean, you could pick out any individual look she has on and go, like, the fuck are you wearing? But this girl has hats on hats on hats. I counted. Mm. There's derby hats. She's got fedoras. She's got a pillbox hat at one point. Like, mm. it's just there was a recent sketch on SNL called Big Dumb Hat, which I loved. This movie is very much just small, dumb hat. It's just a lot of characters got stupid fucking hats on. And she has the dumbest of all of them. Um, when we got Ducky here, uh, I'm calling his look. Please pay attention to me. Like everything there's, he has on is just crying for someone to look at him. And yeah, just, there's like there's bolo ties and like he, he wears like a like a matador jacket at one point. I'm like, where do you? <laughs> this is this is Chicago in the 80s. I'm like, yeah. I don't think I don't think that made that that Go to way up discount here. for that shit. Bolo like for I don't know for poor kids, they have more clothes than yeah. anybody I've ever seen mm-hmm. in my life. And like, mm-hmm. I understand a lot of this shit probably cost a little bit of money. I think there's a point where she says that like. She got a dress for fifteen dollars or something like that to her dad, and no, it was a, it was the, a secondhand pair of shoes. Oh, and yeah. a pair of shoes, shoes for fifteen dollars. I'm like back then, times ten in the eighties. Yeah, it's a hundred fifty dollar yeah. pair of shoes. I'm it's, kidding. It's, it's, it's not wild. quite times ten, but it's just like Inflation. Ducky again with the hats on hats on hats. I feel like Ducky and Andy could have just like changed hats over and over again through the movie, and I wouldn't have noticed. There's a part where he puts on one of her hats in her room, and I'm like, "That's not even a hat. It's like a, it's a, it's like a placemat. It's like a yes. circle placemat. I'm like there's those big floppy, floppy situation. The parachute on your head. Um, 
he's he's wearing a quintessential look of the time often, which is a blazer with the sleeves rolled up. I know this was a thing, and I don't. Nothing to me looks less comfortable than a blazer with your sleeves rolled up. They are not meant huh. to do that. But they're have, oversized blazers. Yeah. So. They're big yeah. as hell. Yeah, no, fabric if surplus. Have, if you have reasonable size, fo- I have large forearms, so I, I get it like part of the way up. I'm like, that looks terrible. <laughs> that that doesn't <laughs> it look just cool. Looks weird. But if you have normal size forearms and you roll it up in the 80s, you're like, yeah, you know what? That guy means business. Cool. Awesome. I, got, I got a big forearm too. But, oh, the suspenders. Listen, there was a point in this movie I'll where never I paused understand it. suspenders. No, I'll never. I don't know how to wear them for life. Um, there was life. a point in this movie where I paused it to go change my laundry from the wash to the dry, and I came back down, and it was the scene where he's talking to uh, Andy's dad about wanting to marry her, and mm-hmm. it was paused, and I looked, and I legitimately said out loud, "Oh, fuck off with these fucking suspenders." He has on black matte leather suspenders, and there are auxiliary black laces like running down the middle. They're not functional. They're just decorative like black shoelaces in your suspenders. And I'm like, what are we doing? The fuck are we doing? Little teeny tiny sunglasses indoors, little tiny perfect circle sunglasses. If you guys remember um, early 90s, like hippie rap group PM Dawn. There's a guy in PM Dawn named Prince B. Yeah. Set adrift on Mimi Bliss. Yeah, that's that's the one. Um, it was it was like sad boy hip hop is what they made. But Prince B was a large man in PM Dawn and he had the teeny tiniest little glasses. That's what he has on. They are like perfect circles, mirror blue lenses. He wears these shits everywhere. He wears them in class at the mall, talking to Andy's dad. He wears these shits to prom. I'm like, you're cultivating a look with these dumb ass glasses, man. And then the thickest tube socks you ever did see. He's wearing these things often. Um, Unfortunate. They are thick. They are slouchy. They look like leg warmers, but I know they have a foot part on them as well. But like I don't know if he only owns this one pair of socks, if he's got a whole lot that look like these, but every time I see them, I'm like, those are cartoon gigantic socks, like just yeah. the biggest. And they're always like falling down and they got these green and yellow stripes. I'm just like, nothing you're wearing goes with anything else you're wearing at all. You look like a, a rodeo clown at this point. Um, We've got Iona who is leg Cindy Lauper. Uh, I will say Annie Potts looks great in this movie. Uh, like Annie Potts. What a, looks what a dear. Fantastic. There's a part where she's like, I could be, I'm older to be Ducky's mother. And I'm like, hold on. Are you not just like one or two years older than the other characters in this movie? She looked great. And so yeah. I looked it up. Turns out she's 13 years older than Ducky. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. I, I, I sincerely thought, that she was like Andy's cool college age coworker. I did not know that she was supposed to be like mid thirties until she brought it up. Um, yeah, she's just in like Cindy Lauper cosplay for most of the movie. Um, everything she has on is like a costume. Dana, you might have a better grip on this certainly than I do, as I've been bald for at this point nearly half of my life. Uh, there's a part where she puts on her old prom dress and does her hair up in a gigantic Marge Simpson beehive. How long might that have taken her to put together? Like, is Angie just kicking it in the apartment for 45 minutes while she's waiting for her to do this? Well, (laughs) she also, when Andy shows up, she's in a white 
like platinum blonde, like blunt cut, oh yeah, sort of like Bob. Oh yeah. But her eyes are her eye makeup is meant, I think, to make her eyes look Asian. Maybe that's what she was doing. Absolutely confirm. <laughs> yeah. So so she is already has a whole ensemble. She's done the whole thing, and then at some point she chose her the like the prom dress, and then she comes out as if it's like 1964 again. And I was like, so homegirl was just sitting waiting while you wiped all of that makeup off. <laughs> and She's here for it's, it's dark outside that. now. I know. I'd be like, um, Iona, I gotta go. Like, I think my dad's. Wa-. And she's like, I have to have this relive my youth. This I was like, this is so wild. And and again, I had no idea she was older. I'm like, yeah, you're just slug <laughs> data. I I just put the leak you said over. I didn't. <laughs> God, I shouldn't have done that. This okay. is one of the times where IMDb <laughs> actually has a lot of really good stills from the film. And you I were talking about these outfits, this. and I was just like, boop, boop, boop. Oh, I'm crying. I need to describe this look. All right. So this is this is first day of school. This is the I think this is what she has on. I think she looks cool. This is her yeah. like first day of school look. So she's got on I think it's a fedora with like uh-huh. a, a floral a scarf one. wrapped around it and a big bow on the front. The gigantic circle glasses, dangly heart earrings. She's got on uh, a very pale pink cardigan. I think those are just like charms from a charm bracelet bangled all over it. Um, yeah. I believe that is a black floral vest. Uh, yes. Of course, lace collar. That purse. Uh, another <laughs> floral. Another floral. And it's it's like a like a fanny pack <laughs> it's a crossbody like bag but almost it looks like body, one of those but... like like a tiny little like um floral but like when you go fishing and you put your fish in a basket yeah. it almost looks like a floral <laughs> version of it, that basket she has on so many things she's got on oh i didn't even notice the gigantic tote bag over her shoulder too yeah oh yeah. my god God, I'm gonna click on the other link now because now I'm just like, I wonder what the other one is. It I think it's a every, ducky thing. I mean, probably. Um because <laughs> yeah, he's got a yeah, it's 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 ducky talking to her the Paisley shorts. Yep. He's got a fucking I mean, everything all these people look absurd. Like there's no way anybody's gonna convince me that they looked like normal, cool teens. I didn't notice Iona's giant fuzzy slippers with her prom dress. This, uh, if yeah. you told me this was a John Waters movie, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that all that looks about right. Um, let's talk about uh, Blaine and Steph and the way that they dress here because they are obviously deliberately yes. set aside fashion wise. Mm, the um, flowing linen. Oh, oh my I loved god, it. beautiful! Loved it. So much fabric. I, I loved it. The they best. are. They're in like LL Bean catalog looks or like J Crew or Lands End. They're very preppy. I would have yeah. thought United Colors of Benetton, but I think that might have been a shade later, like a year or two after mm. this, is when all the mm. bright colors from Benetton came out. But they're, I mean, Steph exclusively wears full linen suits to school. And yeah. I can't imagine a kid just like casually showing up to anatomy class in like a baggy gray linen suit. I mean, yes, I dress. This is what I wear every day. I'm just like, and like the hell you say. I don't know. They're probably loafers, but like with no socks. Like it's pretty oh, great. Yeah. 
I yeah, was like, loafers, oh, I love uh, it. There's several shots where he's got on like wicker loafers with no socks. Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm. you got blisters, homeboy. Like your feet are fucked up. Um, a lot of James Spader in a full unbuttoned dress shirt, just like chest out oh, yeah. all the way out at all times. They said his shirt cigarettes in class. In yeah. sorry, There's in girl, the hallway. Just like you know smoke cigarettes in gym. I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Like, okay, great. The IMDB trivia says his shirts are never buttoned all the way. Uh, no mm. shit. Yeah, his his sternum is visible for the entire fucking movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's great. a couple of scenes where he's in his house just lounging around in a button up where zero buttons are buttoned. He's just got on like a basically like a vest. Like an, like an open Aladdin vest, yeah. Of the best oh, draws. Jesus. It's it's Sorry. insane. I I I was a seventeen year old boy once upon a time. I would have never done any of this shit. Um, Were you a rich seventeen year old boy in the eighties? Well, I was gonna say not in the eighties. My parents had money. Not I don't think they had James Bader parents money. <laughs> but no. like we we lived. I mean, Naperville is you know it was a, a nice very nice house. The the, yeah. the Spader house was very nice. So the Spader house was was eighties nice. Yeah, I wouldn't say it was Naperville. I no, that, uh, it's, it's was, this is nice. this is um, Batavia, uh, not Batavia. Um, what's that? Uh, Barrington. Um, oh, is it? Well, that's the look. Whereas, where is Nutria? Oh. This high school felt Nutria to me. Winnetka. Nutria's in Winnetka. There you go. Yeah, Danny, you, you got a weird look. If people from Chicagoland, they understand the Nutria is just okay. it's shorthand for like hoity toity rich ass public school. Winnetka, <laughs> Highland Park, a bunch yeah. of other those North Shore cities. Where, is, uh, where does Tony live? Deerfield. Deerfield's got he money. Deerfield. <laughs> Deerfield's Buffalo got Grove. Money. Look at all this. Oh, uh, Buffalo so Grove. Um, last thing I want to talk about fashion wise was the prom dress. Uh, the prom dress. This movie's a prom movie. The whole movie's about how important it is to go to prom and how you don't want to like not go to prom and all this blow over prom. This dress was ugly as fuck, right? I wasn't alone thinking this thing was like shit. It was, it was Frankenstein dress. Uh, but for being a Frankenstein dress, I thought it looked good, but as just a general dress, it didn't look good. No, 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 no. no. This makes. So it's like they hold this like, and I don't know what I expected, but I remember being mad the first time I saw it. It's just as mad today because they, again, they build up this whole prom thing, make like she's so fashionable, but I should know because not one outfit she wears in this film. Did I go, that's a, that's a look. I like oh, it. Goddamn so, one of them. I don't know why I was surprised. It was just a pink sack with the shoulders cut out <laughs> and a collar. And a, and a, a, a yeah, a, a sheer collar. She Her dad bought or stole her a dress. And she cut it up and kept four inches of fabric for that dress, and that's it. And she took yeah. her friend's dress and yeah. was like, I need your prom Butchered dress. It. Her friend was, was weeping. It. And she's yeah. like, Yes, you may destroy yeah. my dress. Her, her friend fuck? her friend put this dress on and had like an acid flashback and was like, yeah. I God. wish I could stay young forever. She's like, Yeah, I'm gonna take that dress and just ruin it and I'll give it mm-hmm. back to you in scraps, please. Just yeah. so uh, uh, you but, couldn't have gone to the thrift store and bought like a Seven dresses for like a dollar, and no, she just... went. Oh. She went to that uh, that department store. She's like, "I love that pink dress. How much is it? It's got to be reasonable. Oh, six hundred and fifty dollars. What am I gonna do here? Fun, I'm gonna. Buddy. I'll make my own by taking my friends and destroying it. Just that was the alternative. Wearing, wearing the dress Iona gave her would have looked a lot better than this. Yeah. Put that dress on, put on like a bunch of 80s accessories and like some neon tights to modernize it, and you're good to go. No, like, she has mm-hmm. her own style, her own vision. Again, though, I think the movie wants us to be blown away by how it looks. Like, I think the movie wants to be like, oh man, like 
she really did her shit. It's like the um the the Julia Styles dance number from Save the Last Dance. We're supposed to go like, ooh, ah, this is amazing. You look at it, it's like that is trash. Mm-hmm. This this dress she has on has no shape whatsoever. It is yeah. just a bag. Yeah. It's like a somehow bag. a stiff satin cylinder oh, it looks that terrible. they just. I was thinking, like, don't you like put like a piece of ribbon around the middle to make it something like, not it. be a bag? You could have done something you know, like, belted it, but you well, could have just you could have t- just taken it in. It could have tapered. It could have been yeah, like wide way. up top and like tapered in. I've watched but, enough Project like Runway. Pajamas. It's like a nightgown. The cut RuPaul's but, Drag Race. I've seen yeah. enough. And see, I was gonna say I've seen every episode of uh, What Not to Wear, and they tell you to emphasize the thinnest part of the, the narrowest part of your torso to give you some shape. She was like, "No, no, no, just just straight down is all I want it to look so, like." Like you don't have to wear a belt to do it, but like you just want to make sure that like it comes in and it goes like. It. Oh god, yeah, it's just so bad. And they like make a point of showing her doing her sketch. Her sketch is a fucking re- rectangle with a. <laughs> triangle at one point it's it's so shit she looks fucking terrible it just so so we've we've got we spent what a half hour the fashions here let's talk (sighs) about this actual fucking movie because as dave said the cultural divide in this movie between like the riches and the pores they hit you over the fucking head with it i mean Andy and Ducky literally from the wrong side of the tracks. My very first note in the movie is they make Elgin, Illinois look like the Scranton, Pennsylvania that Joe Biden is always talking about. Like it looks hard, crabble, beat down, rusted up, bombed out and depleted. Like it looks like a fucking horrible place to live. I think that Amtrak train legit like goes through Andy's backyard. It just her house must shake whenever it goes by. And you got that that thug corn pop showing up giving you trouble. (laughs) Corn pop. Guys, remember he dealt with corn pop in Delaware. Corn pop. And the Delaware corn pop. Yeah, corn pop Delaware. Yeah, Scranton was just. There's a speaking of Sudeikis from earlier. There's a sketch uh, where he plays Biden and talks about like his hometown of Scranton, Pennsylvania. And he's like, "Yeah, man, it was tough, hard scrabble, real piece of garbage town." <laughs> just goes on and on about <laughs> rough in his Scranton. <laughs> but like that's that's how this looked. It looked gray. Yeah. It looked. I'm like, I've been to Elgin. It's not bad. It's it's a fine suburb. It's, it's Wait, so you weird. call it Elgin? Is that what it's called up there? Yeah, Elgin. Oh, down not here it's Elgin. Elgin. Oh, it's Elgin. That's weird. Oh, it's Elgin. <laughs> yeah, El- it's Elgin a- Baylor. I've been to Elgin. Oh, it's Elgin. Yeah, I've, <laughs> yeah, I've, I've. Elgin was in our. They were in our conference in high school. We played football against Elgin. Like it's, it's a, it's, it's like every other suburb. And the way that they show it, I mean, you imagine it is just like Cleveland. Like it is the the hardest place to come up apparently in Elgin, Illinois. So is everybody from Elgin, or is it just these t- these two? Are, are I don't from the- know. Because Elgin, Cause they is- make them. A- point at one point for her like she has to go see the principal and he kind of makes like a big deal about like oh you're getting and she's like i know i should be thankful that i'm getting this education that i right. don't and i'm like are you being busted like what is happening yeah yeah they they hint at it a few times that like andy goes to this top-notch high school that's paid for by the property taxes of all these rich families and like obviously steph lives in some kind of a mansion but i'm just like i mean i don't i i was i maybe it's changed since then but like, no, I was in Elgin. No, Elgin what? It's a tough, 13, 14 years later. <laughs> it didn't. It wasn't. Yeah. 
it had a hell of a glow over here. I mean, it was fine there. No, there's 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 tough parts, Elgin. It, it's uh, it's gone through some some tough times. I would think mm. that this is this is definitely a Elgin is the other side of the tracks, and Barrington's the good part, God. and they go a little f- and, and 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 they go up sixty eight, which runs through Elgin. Uh huh. And uh, and takes them to Barrington Hills High School or wherever, I, wherever the fuck this okay. is supposed to be. I will put some pictures of Barrington in our Facebook group so you guys understand the obscene Beautiful amount of wealth place. in Barrington, there's, Illinois. There, there's <laughs> like, a lot of a lot I, of money there, man. A I had to money. drive through there. Um, we used to go on like a a river like canoe trip every summer. Um, and I drove through Barrington and I'm like, there is. An Aston Martin dealership across the street from a Lamborghini dealership in Barrington, like across from each. I'm like, what the fuck is happening in this fucking place? Mm-hmm. But like, this community that they're in has obscene wealth and abject poverty and nothing between the two. Like, there's that scene where Blaine like dares to go outside amongst the rabble during lunch, and he looks like he has fallen into an enclosure at the zoo. He looks mm-hmm. scared. Everyone is looking at him like, what the fuck are you doing here? Like, I was waiting for someone to, like, pull a switchblade on him. He looked like he was scared to death to be out there among these normies and all their it, dumb hats. It's very odd. It's, it's like there's forced busing of, like, hipster kids. Wow, They're yeah. all dressed that way. <laughs> they all it's look a, like her, yeah. Was this, well, they were it, was, like... was it supposed to be a a, a, a metaphor for previous forced busing that I happened earlier I, I, in the century? I, I hope it's, not, not, it's, not, it's not Pleasantville. Like, he's like, well, I can't have it be, you know, the way forced busing actually was. You know, the only black person that saw the movie was a rich kid. So. Yes, there, yeah. there you go. Yeah, I, saw, I was yeah. like, there was, wait a was a rich black kid at prom. Wait a minute. Okay. All right. I wasn't taking it as like he felt uncomfortable outside and maybe I was just misreading it. I just thought he was out amongst the goths and the punks, which she doesn't necessarily fit in with, but she definitely doesn't fit in. I didn't realize it was like, this is where the pole is. We leave the pole out in the code. Well, I'll tell you why I thought so. Number one, I don't know that they were goths and punks. That one kid had spikes. I think those were all just like new wave kids. Like, I think those were all just like into like the buggles and shit. Like those are just new wave looks. Um, but when he goes back inside and he's talking, he's, you know, talking to Steph, all of those people are dressed like him. So I think it's very yeah. much like the rich kids eat lunch inside and the pores with their new wave music go sit outside to do that. And I, uh, okay. I'm not sure what the rich kids listen to. Um, I, I guess Perry Como all over again, but yeah, they don't seem to enjoy any of the modern music that's happening. Um, let's talk about Ducky's house real quick. We only see Ducky's room once. This motherfucker. We see it twice. It's a flop house. This, mother- up. <laughs> this motherfucker lives in the trap. Like he lives in the <laughs> trap. Like he, he sleeps on a bare mattress on a super stained floor. The blinds are hanging off the window. There's random shitty graffiti like right next to his bed. I don't think he has a pillow. <laughs> like I don't I- think he's a family. I think he lives <laughs> in a flop house amongst the crackies, crackheads, and the junkies, and it's just where he lives. It doesn't look like he lives in an opium den. It is just. Yes. His room looks sad. It, I've seen every episode of Intervention. His room belongs in an episode of Intervention, for sure. It is I guess, a sad no, state of affairs. His fashion makes sense, then. He's he's rebelling <laughs> against his circumstances. I completely yeah. understand. That. I suppose. Yeah, it's it's something. Um, I, I, what do we think is, is actually going on with Andy's dad here? Um, I, first of all, before we get into him, is he supposed to be the inspiration for the dad from that another teen movie where he's like, yes, this is, this is, is that what this is? Okay. 
Yeah, yeah. This is so that that part of not another team movie is pretty in, is pretty in pink. Okay, okay. Because I I had, he's Randy like I said, Quaid. I'd only seen it once, and it was a very long time ago. I didn't put them together, but then I'm watching it now. I'm like, oh god, that's what that was a reference to, wasn't it? Yep. Like yep. in the Ducky, the, the kid who keeps well, getting yes, like hit by a that's car, gets my bus, and tries to do the slow clap. <laughs> I got that. I got that part. I I, I recognize that. But like in the beginning of the movie, it looks like maybe Andy's dad is an alcoholic. Um, Mm -hmm. Andy wakes up at 730 in the morning. He hasn't shaved in about a week and he just seems like he's a fucking wreck. But then later on, it's just like he's like a lazy bum. Like he works retail. Apparently he doesn't like it, but he blows off a job interview because he's sad that his wife left him an indeterminate number of years ago. Three. Mm. They told us it's three. Only three? Yeah. Oh my okay. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> hey, um he's just been a bum ever since then. That's weird. His a... his daughter's gotten over it quicker than he has. Sure yeah. has. Very and weird. they have a whole talk about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a very over accurate dramatic scene. Oh. Yep. Why can't you just bring me apart, Lisa? <laughs> uh, uh, oh, he, didn't, he didn't quite say that, but it was very dramatic. It was, it was that. It's it's bad. But the thing I thought was interesting, or like when he was like, "Oh yeah, I got that job. I'll tell you about it later." I thought, which I thought would have been much more interesting. What if he showed up at the high school as a janitor? Thought it. Just, thought it. Ah, thought ah, it. Yes. Thought, listen, I th- I thought either that or he's working as like a manservant for Steph's family. Yes. Uh, like, he's gonna be like carrying around like a tray of, of shrimp or some shit. I guess what what they did with that. No, I lied. No, I'm just hoping to unemployed, not doing anything. I just felt like eating cold spaghettios alone at home. Cold spaghettios, the saddest of meals. That's all. So That's is all. he just That's suffering all. from like severe depression here because his wife left and he can't get it together? I mean, that is a lot right. darker than the Randy Quaid character. Um, yeah. How do we think he pay? I mean, okay, to be clear, the house is not nice. How yeah. is he affording this house and like getting how does he get the money to buy the dress that she tears to smithereens? That's her question. She wants to know. It's a valid one. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't fucking he, he, I think he stole it. And he for all odd jobs, he probably just is like <laughs> the oddest of odd jobs. Up a yeah, like picked up like a random night shift or like ran an errand for somebody. You know, people find a way. People and for all and for all we know, they're six months in arrears and they could be getting kicked out right after the movie. It, yeah. it could be that no or or maybe before mom left, he was like a real mover and shaker and just paid off this house. And it was like, this could is be. our home could that we be. own now by the train tracks. There <laughs> it is. Just the. A real rough upbringing for her. Um, the yeah, last they don't explain real... it. It's not no, great. It's not no. great. Like, they don't explain fuck? it at all. And I'm just I, I have more questions than answers about her home life. Yeah. Um, the last thing here to really drive home the class divide. This is early in the movie. Andy is at the Andrew Dice Clay Bar, um, <laughs> and she asks club her Clay. Friend, yeah, Club, club Clay. Club Club uh, Clay. She asks Clay. her friend. I think it's called Club Oh. Um, she asks her friend, would you ever consider dating someone who has money? She asks this to Jenna. Jenna looks at her as if she's asked, would you ever consider dating someone who like sells meth? Like, it's like, it's like, oh my God, money. How dare, what is wrong with you? And I'm like, that's how big the class divide is, huh? Like it's. This movie's just so quaint because it's like, this isn't a fucking pro. Like, and maybe (laughs) in Sherman. 
Sherman, Illinois, where all of Sherman. Johnny Houston's films are <laughs> Sherman, Illinois. Sherman, Illinois. This is a huge problem. But I'm like, are you all fucking kidding me? Goddamn the 80s. What the fuck? Seriously. This, this isn't a problem. Like, it, weird to me, the class divide is so severe in this community that not only do the rich people hate the poor people, the poor people hate the rich people right back. They're like, yeah, fuck you having money. I'm going to be around your fucking money and your things. There's a whole part where she talks to her dad and she's like, dad, like he's a richie. He's got money. His friends have money. He drives a BMW. And I'm like, okay, but is he nice to you? Does he treat you good? <laughs> well, he's got Shit. money. It's a problem for me. Drives a Dodge Stratus. I, I, I drive a Dodge Stratus. Um, Now, we're, this movie is it's not a romantic comedy it's just like a romance film so it's a melodrama it yes yes it's it's uh yeah it's a what a uh, maudlin kind of a, yep. a drama film here with some romance in it so let's get into some love at first semester here no um well there isn't any then we'll just end <laughs> it now basically <laughs> but i don't we we see in the very beginning and I'm curious now if this is also like a scene that was reshot and shoehorned in. But we see Steph and Andy in the beginning of the movie. Steph, James Bader, walks up out of the blue and is like, hey, going to get all of them guts or what? And I was just like, well, that's a weird. Like, he, he very much proposes like, hey, you're going to fuck me now, right? And she's like, no. And so she's not in on it, which like good for her, but. Is this the first time this has happened, or has he been like secretly shooting a shot at her for this whole time? I'm real confused by this. I feel like we've seen this in movies before, where it's just like, come on, it's like senior year. You're like, I swear, I was watching some teen film or show recently that it now evades my brain, but it was just kind of like, come on, receipt, like it's our last time. Just come on, come on, uh, come on, yeah, come, come on. on. <laughs> And she's like, uh, no, no, I'm, I'm good, bro. Yeah, no, good. I'm just going to take my all my florals well, and my then, giant glasses and go home. Well, then you're a bitch then. I'm like, okay. Right? So that's, that's a bit of a jump, so, bro. Get my I feel like that's, baker and get out of here. Oh, God. I feel like that's all part of it. And um, I I think it should have come up earlier in the film because, like, um, Blaine doesn't say anything about it until the end where he's like, right. oh. You want it. You couldn't buy her. You couldn't. It should have come up sooner. It should have been a problem sooner it should have been a problem sooner or it shouldn't have been part of the movie like correct the movie makes perfect sense if we just think of james spader as a rich dickhead who hates poor people that makes perfect sense to me so to yeah. shoehorn in that he also tries to bang her which let's just be completely clear about this james spader's girlfriend of this movie is like an 80s smoke show <laughs> like she's yeah. she's like the ideal look of like an 80s girl that you would want for like the rich guy to be dating I don't understand his interest in Andy at all, like to get things started here. He just wants him, he wants what he can't have. I, I, there's plain probably and simple. Poor he can have. There's probably no, lots but of this, pores that he oh, wants that one because she's God. not giving him a time of day. It's that, and like Blaine says it basically. It's like she's the only one you can't have. So that's yeah. why you're like, so it is very, it's not clever it's just like that's or maybe i think i've again i think i've seen it done i'm trying to go through <laughs> my streaming services but what have i watched recently i can't remember it's just it's just odd and then also i don't know if i blinked and missed it or what but like did we ever get a reason for why blaine is into andy no. or am i supposed to just go because it's 
1986, every male in America is in love with Molly Ringwald. Like, is that what this is supposed uh, to? I shouldn't. She's, our, she's Jennifer Love Hewitt of her era. We shouldn't need explanation for this. Our eyes met and uh, don't know what else to say. It just happened. Jesus. I'm guessing. No, it's, it's, hey, it's it, that's really the, the way it happened. They just it just kind of looked and it and it made sense to him for a yeah. while until until his popularity was threatened, obviously. Well, just out of the blue, he's like, Yeah, I like that girl, and I don't care who knows it. And I'm like, Well, that I don't it seems very sudden. I was thinking, is is this is the Andrew McCarthy is 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 he like a transfer? He's he's like a new preppy guy who just got here and he's like, I don't know. I don't think the dynamics so, of everything. It, I, I can date whoever I want, right? Well, no, because his Steph, parents. I think his parents and Steph's parents are friends. Okay, yeah. like I don't, I don't think that's it. Um, he just doesn't seem to quite get the way it works. He seems borderline catatonic throughout this movie. Yeah. Anyway, he is well, dead in the face. Not quite. He's not quite there. Not that's quite my there. big problem with this movie. Is like they have no, no chemistry. chemistry. They have no, no chemistry. chemistry. No. So I'm like, I don't. What am I rooting for? We never see them like. Have a fun. Can I get a montage of them falling in love? Uh, they literally go on one in love. <laughs> <laughs> one of those. Um, Look around. So you don't want to go out pretty, you, and you don't want to go home. <laughs> I, I'm sure. I'm sure that was supposed to be endearing in some way. Or I think it was, but it wasn't. Well, it I'll wasn't. Tell you. I'll tell <laughs> he you. just wasn't quite getting it. They totally fucking. It. They they fucking blow it because yeah. we have a moment where they have a date. Yeah. Yes. Let's talk about this house party. So. I don't know why the fuck Blaine would take her to this house party. It, I, my notes just say it's weird that you guys agreed to go on a date and pick the time, but never made a decision on where you would go or what you would do. Like, yeah. so terrible idea. Awful. All, in, in this social climate where she is essentially a leper around rich people to bring her to this house party is like, so you brought her here as a prank? You brought her here as a joke. Like, what's what's up she here? A sacrifice. Right. Like, what are we doing? Yeah. Is this is this going to be um? Was that ready or not? All of a sudden, where it's going to be like we're going to be hide and seek and just murder her at the end of this? All like volunteers tribute. Yeah. All the above. Yeah. But the, the second Andy walks into this party, people are shitting on her right away. Like she yeah. walks inside, a random girl trashes her for wearing pearls, and I'm like, yeah, pearls are weird. That's a weird look. But like, okay. Immediately upon entering, that's what happens. There's a moment at this party. I don't know if you guys have ever been to a party like this. There's a moment at this party. You see a glimpse into a Never been to a party. A... Never. <laughs> no, I, I posted footage of you running away from a, a frat party in college in the snow. <laughs> That's You've been to those. But okay. like, there's a moment where you see a glimpse into a back room, and it appears there's just guys and girls having like an underpants dance party in there. There's yeah. a girl in just like bra and underwear and a guy with no shirt, like socks and boxers just dancing. I'm like... That's ha- where are your clothes? You just it's the eighties, man. I guess Ugh. so. Um, the, no, the AC is broken. Uh, yeah, it's a hot med house. I was like, oh, I got to take that out these giant clothes. Mansion. Oh yeah, this feels better. That's now, way better. I, I will say, the reason that I feel like they dropped the ball on the chemistry is they didn't do the flip of this. I really expected Andy to turn to him and go, like, okay, you took me here to get abused by your friends. Now you're coming with me to the weird new wave bar where Andrew Dice Clay is and you, my friends are going to shit all over you for being rich. And that would have been an opportunity for him to be the fish out of water. Maybe we could have built some chemistry there. Like, no, 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 no. It's just, we, we leave this party. She's ashamed. It's it's like that scene from the Simpsons where uh, Lenny says, 
please don't tell anyone how I live. <laughs> She's just <laughs> afraid. The whole front of his house falls down. <laughs> yeah, the whole front of the house falls <laughs> off. Please don't tell anyone how I live. <laughs> that's what this was. She was ashamed for him to see the house. I'm like, that's not the, no, do something fun. But did, yeah. Didn't they yeah. also say I love you after the first date? I was like, you love no, what? I love you was at prom night. They, no, they, they said it they, before. They kissed. No. He, he said, I believe in you was when they kissed, I think. No, no, If no, they no. said I loved you for that first date, I got even more fucking problems with this fucking movie, man. That can't be your Blaine, first man. date. Chocolate Wait, stain, no. Blaine, man. <laughs> yeah, because he asks her to the prom, and then she goes in the house and is like, I think I'm in love. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Because I, I was like, she's in love. No, no, you don't know this fucking guy. Um, so yeah, uh, so they yeah, have this my notes because of... it's right after that first date where Ducky kisses Iona in the bar. Oh, that was and wild, <sighs> and they're like, I had a great time. I was like, Did you? We didn't, I didn't see you have a moment of fun. You had an awful um, time. <laughs> we just saw them have like awkward and uncomfortable interaction after awkward and uncomfortable interaction. Yep. But he asked her to prom, and then she's in love. It was, it was, it felt rushed. It felt unearned. It was all very strange. Um, we also have, as part of this relationship, James Bader just ruining everything. Ugh, and this was bananas. Um, there's a whole scene of them in, I'm going to say, a study, uh, a solarium of some sort. That was a bedroom. And, there's a bed in there. Oh, no, 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 no. No, when, when he gives him the, you know, the, the once over about you can't be with her. Was that in his bedroom? Oh, yeah. When he's rolling the no, joint no. his parents out. That was some kind was of an, an office. office. There was a, yeah. there, there, there was a nice, nice oak desk of some sort. Yeah. He's, he's like, he's rolling it's where the he joint. He handles all his business. Yeah. He's rolling Just... the joint in his, in his parents' house. He's like, I don't give a fuck about my parents or their money. I'm ruining their house. I don't give a shit about anything. He's like, oh my God, man. But he like one of those he, things where he like it's too busy, he just gestures to a chair. Like it was like definitely one of those yeah. like come come into my have a seat. I'm 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 working. It's like, it's like that scene from uh, Mad Men. Take a seat, close the door. <laughs> like it was yeah. basically that. Mm-hmm. But like he tells Blaine he if he keeps on going out with Andy, they can't be friends anymore. And it's not because yeah. Andy has done something awful to him or anything, it's just because she's poor. And like that's insane to me. Um oh, pa. Yeah. Do you, you want it? His, yeah. Some of his lines are just because oh, you got spit a him. just because you got a hard on for trash. Does it? Don't take it out. Hard on, on for trash. Uh huh. I miss and that a, one. And again, Jesus. picture that in a James Spader voice. He delivers that like he is just cutting him to ribbons. You have a hard on for trash. Don't take it out. He has another line in that moment, oh. and I uh, I I didn't write it down, but I was just like, some kind of a hard on for trash. This is the part where he's like, that girl is. Always was and always will be nada. And I'm like, what is wrong with your 17? Like, what the fuck is this? There's a part. Oh, love it. There's, there's a part where Steph tells him your parents are not going to stand for this. And I'm like, what high school boy wow. that his parents approving the girl that he's into? And what mm. high school boy tells his friends he has to dump a girl because his parents won't accept her at the country club? I'm just like, this is unrealistic nonsense. It- and I think there's like the line, and I'm I'm gonna see if I can try to find it really quickly because I have the subtitles on. But it was something about like for me, it would be worth losing a friend over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but no, no, it's it's like it's like oh, if it was me, I wouldn't be you know, worth ruining a friendship over. But uh, 
you know, that's that's your decision. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Why are you old? Oh, like, it just, it. it's just so insane to watch him play this character in this way. Because I'm like, if I am an 80s kid, you know what? Maybe not. Maybe if I'm an 80s kid who um, is like a Ralph Macchio. Like, I don't come from a family that has a whole lot of money. I'm not exposed to a whole lot of wealth. I would just see this guy and be like, no, that's how rich people are. Like, that's 100% yeah. how they are. And, like, this is that's why I hate them. Maybe it would have made sense. They were watching. Now I'm just like, this is, you might as well grow a mustache just to twirl it. Like, you're a full-on <laughs> villain here. Um, did either of you guys want Andy and Blaine to wind up together in the end of this movie? I didn't, yeah. I didn't care for any of it or anyone. No. No. <laughs> I I I would have been okay if there was just like a big scene at the prom and just her telling him off one more time or yeah whatever it, it could have been a lot of different things it didn't need to be any of it. you're right it's yeah I mean I think he didn't earn it I don't think he earned it he took her out once where she didn't want to go and then just then he, you're like trash the the tiniest bit of pushback from his friends he's like yeah I'm done with you. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna, I'm gonna, gonna do it silently. You. I'm yeah. gonna do it quietly too. I'm just, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see ghost me you, and then I'm gonna tell you, oh, I, I forgot that I asked another girl the problem a week ago. Just forgot so I did that. Fucking stupid. Um, now you know I didn't want them to be together either. I think it might just be a reflection of how times have changed, but like this '80s ideal of being with the super rich guy who has horrible friends and has treated you like garbage, but now has come around, that doesn't fly anymore. Like that is yeah. not a thing that I don't think is aspirational. And like, yeah, I, it's probably cool to be with somebody who has unlimited money, but like the dude never showed any interest in what she cares about at all. Um, the whole time they're together, he basically just like sets up that she's lucky to be with him and get to do these, you know, great things and go to these great places. And I'm just like, I don't, and not for nothing. I don't find Andy McCarthy at all attractive. <laughs> Like he is the opposite of what I said about uh, Paul Walker in Pleasantville. Like I saw Paul Walker in Pleasantville. I'm like that is a gorgeous man. I see this kind. I'm like, you're a solid four, pal. Like you're not a great looking dude at all. Andrew McCarthy. One's the other. One other time I've seen him. Mannequin. We we weekend at Bernie's even better. Weekend at Bernie's with Jonathan Silverman. Yeah. Yeah. Drag dragging around that guy. Perhaps the greatest physical comedy performance. Of all time, yeah. that's I think that's more to his it's liking because him trying to play the quote heartthrob in the film, it just uh-uh. it, it's not it, it doesn't fit. He could have played Ducky. He could have played Ducky, and it wouldn't look out of place at all. Jake yeah. Ryan couldn't play Ducky. Jake Ryan can only play Jake Ryan. Yeah, and I think I was like reading in the trivia is that like uh, Blaine was supposed to be some like hunky hot shot. Uh, jock type ain't that. but like molly ringwald was like no like i want someone i would actually be attracted to so it's just like can we just get a regular degular up in the like let's he's like, less attractive than ducky john cryer is a better looking man than andrew mccarthy we don't need to shit on mr mccarthy's face here i go um but like i think there is this like he's non-threatening you know like there's a there's an air of like mystery around james spader like <laughs> you're you're like yes, he's robert california do I like, what you know like you're unclear you know he's what was that show he was like a spy that oh, was just uh, came out the, recently? the blacklist yeah he so it's like red ooh. red reddington or 
Red yes. Redmond or whatever his name is. <laughs> I stopped a, watching the fa- show, so I like forgot. But he's an he's an international criminal facilitator. He's like the worst person no. in the world. Yeah, they got Raymond. books. Raymond oh. Red Reddington. That's oh what Red is. Reddington. Yeah, There's Raymond read, like Red. a series of novels based on that show, which is insane to me. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah. I think it's just like it's the non-threatening. He's cute. He kind of likes me. It's very bland. It's very boring. I think that yes. might be the only good thing. If he was just a little bit nicer to her, it would be like the the whole thing would be like, don't go for the bad boy who just wants to fuck you and doesn't care. The spader, go for the the sweet boy, the unassuming, uh, the non-threatening boy who's nice and defends you and care like but we'd never get that we never, never got it. the he he's embarrassed to be with her the entire time <laughs> it's a strange choice um now before we let him off the hook here ducky also sucks oh yeah like oh, in yeah. my memory yeah. it was much more like he was like a genuine like nice guy sad sack who andy just doesn't appreciate yeah in reality ducky's fucking gross I think yeah. one of the first things we see is him telling two girls that he can arrange to get them both pregnant by Christmas or whatever. I'm like, sure can. I'm not sure for but that. He gets guy. punched in the face for it. Yeah, he, well, he, he yes. got what he deserved. That's yeah. that. That part was good, but hey, you're 16 yeah. when you get pregnant. <laughs> it's very, it's very wild. Odd. Wild. Yeah. yeah there's yeah. the stalker. There's the stalkerish stuff. There's a lot oh, of that. Yes. He's. He's everywhere she is at all times. When I like a girl, I just ride my bike by her house over and over again all the time. Like, yeah, I'm more of a drive by guy. Yeah, I'm not going to go like actually, you know, talk to her and try to. I'm not going to talk her. to her. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. That's I can add you to weird. my route. Yeah. How long is this route, bro? Well, like, we see on. him. We see him bike down by Chinatown. He's, he's, in, he's, he's in Chicago now. You've I mean, left, have you the you highway ever, for 45 minutes. Have you ever been to Elgin's Chinatown? It's like, the fourth biggest in America. I've never, I, I mean, just just that all. It's it's ridiculous. Um, well, then, I also yeah. feel like our first interaction to him is him. We see, I guess, like they go into he goes to the record shop. Andy has to work, and like the next big ducky thing is him calling her. As I said, every like three to seven minutes, and leaving a message she had every to time. Hey, like, hey, why aren't, why aren't you picking up? Why aren't you picking up? Come on, hey, hey, what are you I doing? Know you're Hey, six or seven. Are you just hey, there, oh, not now answering. Now six twelve. I'm just like, oh my Come on. god. It's six twenty eight. I know you're there. Come on. What are you? Oh. It's like, whoa, creep. Back the fuck and, up. No, seriously, and, man. And I say this about every movie about teenage boys. They're the stupidest. Oh, of all yeah. stupids, but yeah. stupid was, and needy. There was something diabolical here that I didn't like. There was a darkness <laughs> to this character, yeah. But also, no, he he, he never. He he was still unthreatening pretty much throughout the entire movie but a lot of his actions uh, I'm, I'm just gonna you know you have a, you have like a lot across from your house i'll just ride my bike in it until you leave and i'll i'll ride my bike behind your car when you go it, it was all very sad and very creepy i will and say it's all he did non-threatening all he did. except for when he blew up at molly ringwald for oh. going on a date with blaine at, at the bar yeah. Oh, no, no, no. At, no. At, in the record store, it tracks. Yeah. Oh, okay. He, he's there. This is after he has turned on the fire alarm multiple times, like what over and over again, <laughs> middle of her shift. And yeah. then he she, he sees that she's going to go on a date with Blaine. She's sad, thinking that she's been stood up by him. He shows up to get her anyway. He blows up at her in a way that is bizarre to me. Like, she's not your girlfriend. 
She's not your ex-girlfriend. She's not someone you've ever asked out. You haven't told her how you feel about her. You genuinely irritate her. And you think you have the right to like scream in her face and tell her to go fuck off because she goes on one date with another guy. Like that was nuts to me. I, I think he was like, when he treats you like shit and like gets rid of you, won't have me to come cry to you. I'm like, what is your deal, man? What the fuck is going on? No, Max, um, he thinks he's like, all these things that I do are for her. Yeah. And she doesn't recognize it. She should just be like, uh, no, no, it's so he just, because he never comes out and says, I like you. I'm in love with you. I'm I'm this or that. He's just like, I, all of the things that I do in general around you need to tell that to you, even though it doesn't quite, it never translates and she doesn't. I also don't understand at all how she doesn't pick up that like ducky's fucking in love with you like this isn't yeah. just oh i've known him for like eight years like i think she knows and she's not a fan there was a part well a see and that's what i would have thought however mm-hmm. there's that part where they're in her room studying and she's like you're obviously flunking your classes on purpose so you can stay in high school forever and i'm like that's fucking weird and should be addressed but <laughs> she she like strokes his face gently and like puts her forehead to his forehead and i'm like if this is a guy you think is into, this is pretty fucked up to do this. <laughs> like, don't mm-hmm. don't lead him on like this. Yeah. Obviously, he's you're you're sitting on your bed, you're like, touching him tenderly, and your lips are inches from his lips. And not for nothing, Molly Ringwald has great lips for the eighties. You know, with no mm-hmm. injections in them shits. Like, how do you, how do you yeah, not? It's... If you if you know he's into you, this is messed up. And if you don't know he's into you that's on him like say something in that moment right this is this is this is your chance to be like hey man i feel a certain way he he takes that moment while she's not in the room and he like sings weird song and does like a whole pep talk to himself and then just like bails on the end yeah Mm. just feel fucked up um i do have a note here in my notes it just says ducky more like cucky because this is at this is at prom I don't, it's not my best joke, but I wrote it down. I'm not going to stick with that. Um, At prom, (laughs) for those of you who have not seen this movie, Ducky shows up at prom looking probably the best he's looked all movie, which is a low bar, but it's clothes match. And Molly Ringwald is there in her potato sack pink dress. she she, She looks like she's very, her whole plan is to like walk in there be seen and then walk back out so that Blaine knows he didn't destroy her or whatever. Um, And so he's in prom. You can tell that she doesn't really feel confident about being there, but she's going to follow through with this. And then Ducky happens to like walk out and see her. They have a very excited hug. They go into prom together. It's clear that we're supposed to think they are going to be together now because that was the original ending anyway. Yeah. Instead, she sees Blaine. Blaine is there sad sacking it up because he's by himself at prom. He walks up to her, says like legit five words to her. And then it's that scene from the end of Wet Hot American Summer where she's like, hey, so thing is, you're great and you treat me great and I think you're sweet. But I'm 16 and I'm exclusively about having sex, specifically with Andy and not with you, because Andy is like cut 
you know, from Marble. And it's basically <laughs> that. Like, she just, I'm just like, wait a minute, man. Like, that's not cool for you to be like, no, no, no. Like, he treated me like shit before, but I'm, I'm over it now. And then for Ducky to basically be like, you better get out there and let that dude clap them cheeks. Like, he's great. Oh. I'm like, no, 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 no teenage boy would react like this. Like, if that's me at 17, I'm throwing a tantrum. I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna really make it no. myself. No. I'm, I'm no. not gonna I'm not gonna pull the full Ken Harold and stand up and fart in a girl's face. Uh, he, he did do that. But I yeah, we have a we have a well my, my arch nemesis um on prom night was with a girl who uh he thought he should be with. She was like, No, 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 we're here as friends. After prom, he stood God. up in the booth at uh Steak and Shake, bent over and farted into her face. That angry that she was not going to put out. Um, I wouldn't have gone that far, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't be like, no, go, go, be with him, go to him. I would not have done that. Go to him. That does not make sense. It's not good. No, but now that I know it's a reshoot, I guess it makes more sense. Or like, let's just shoehorn something in here to make this make fucking sense. But like, no, no teenage boy is going to do this. I don't. I don't care if you like her, like her, or if you just think she's cute or what. You're not going to be like. I'm here with you. I am the fucking hero of the story. He treated you like garbage. He said, sorry, you better go be with that man. Like, absolutely fucking not. Absolutely. I think his line was, you're right. He's different than the rest of them. Be with him. I was like, how? He's the exact same. He apologized. Oh. Be with him. He's he's the exact same. He came by himself. That means he loves you. Oh, be with him. How did did that happen? He he had another date. (laughs) Like he, he said, I, no, I, I, I don't think he did. Date. I don't, I don't, I don't think, think he did. actually did. But then he just came stag just to go stag? Just to be sad he, at prom? He, he thought you wouldn't come. Yeah. I think it's just go to like to hang out with, with his the sh- rich friends. Yeah, yeah rich shitty friends. friends. Yeah. What would have been better, and I guess maybe like, I don't know how much reshooting they felt like doing, but like Blaine shows up at her house. Blaine sees her in the hallway it, at any other point. But I guess if you do that, then you lose the ducky of it all. It's just not good. Yeah, and because he this is a shoe looking at her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He did not. Just the whole the whole thing was just very they're unfortunate. Just, they awkwardly stare at each other, and they both look like they're about to vomit. And yeah. I was just like, "This is the, the ducky of it all." That's good. <laughs> Andy, Andy looked like she's on the verge of tears the entire time she's in the prom. I'm just like Molly sure. Ringwald was sick. I saw that on that the trivia okay. that she was ill on these reshoots. Oh, I could but tell. Like their loving looks and like. These don't. That's not how people who are in love look. You guys look like. Are you smelling a fart? <laughs> are you dying? Like I don't know. Yeah, we all we all have food poisoning from the shrimp at this prom. Essentially, is how they looked. It looked it looked <clears throat> bad. Um, yeah. now, I did want to address the happy ending here because the movie gives us what is now that I know a reshot happy ending. Um, yeah. we get Andy and Blaine kissing outside of his BMW, of course, because that's what. This tells me so much about like Gen X women. Where it's like this is what you wanted. You were you were upset that she wound up with the guy who has been pining after her forever. And you're like, no, 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 go reshoot the end of the movie and put her with that handsome rich asshole. That's who I want her to wind up with. It's reality bites, man. She doesn't she doesn't go for Ben Stiller. She goes for Ethan Hawke. <laughs> mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. Well, you've ruined it now. 
But like mm-hmm. as it's been a out for like thirty five years. Yeah. Well, if Ben Stiller is your romantic lead, it's an old fucking movie. But yeah. as a consolation prize, uh, some cutie pie we've never seen before, who is obviously also rich given her presentation, gives Ducky the eye, which prompts him to look directly into the camera and give a Keenan Thompson reaction shot before going over to her. I'm just like, oh, I, I appreciate that it's like, if we're going to take this away from him, we'll give him something else. But I'm like, what sense does that make? The whole mm-hmm. social structure. Give give him some new wave girl with like weird hair and like giant glasses and a big dumb blossom hat. Like that's who he should be with instead of this hot rich girl. It just Gina Gershon is right there. Just put her yes. in like weird. Yeah, type. her be the one. Yeah. It, or it just have just, it. Just even Gina as one of the Richies. Just finally be like the duck. Something. Something. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm inspired by Blaine dating a poor. <laughs> Right. I got my eyes on that poor. Yeah, Duckman, yeah. give me that cloaca. Which, my name is my well, name is that's what they Duck. Got. My name is Duck, and I like to <laughs> like fuck. To fuck. <laughs> yep, ducks have a weird corkshoe penis that also does all their other sure body do. fluids. That is the okay. cloaca. The last thing I wanted to talk about here uh, were some potent quotables. What did you say? Um, I have quibbled with Diablo Cody a time or two. And watching Quibble this movie, yes, yes, there was some fair. Diablo Cody-esque writing in here where I'm just like, mm. even in the 80s, no one's going to talk like this. Uh, There's a couple I wanted to call out. Jack, who is Andy's dad, he's having the sit-down talk with Ducky in the middle of the day, was having a beer, and Ducky's having a juice box. And to get out of the conversation, he says, I've got an appointment with a vacuum cleaner. I got to go. Like, no, just say, like, all right, we're, we're done here. I'm out. To respond to that, Ducky shoots back, I'm off like a dirty shirt. And I'm like, no one talks Jesus. like this. Yeah. Yeah. Not, yeah. not a person. John Hughes. Um, nice, sure. nice work, guy. Drinking Weird. and driving don't mix. That's why I ride a bike, says Ducky. His name is Blaine. That's a major appliance, not a name. No one would say these things. John Cryer uh, ad-libbed that. God damn it. <laughs> Jesus. Is that was was Blaine an appliance company that I don't remember from the 80s? Is that a To me I thought the line was more like frame? I thought the line I think it's was frame. Maybe. Yeah, frame I thought it was like a blender. Yeah. I thought it was like a blender joke. There you go. I don't know. If, if none then, of us if none of us understand it, get that joke out of the movie. It doesn't make any fucking yeah. sense. Yeah. God, I just so much of this writing, Iona says that her prom would have been a fairy tale if her date wasn't the only one there with a wife and two kids, and that's Ooh. not explained at all. Um, Thanks. It's a different time. Different time. Uh, different time. People had families earlier. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, he's married with two anyway. children. Hey, you know, yeah. that's. I'm just going to go ahead and I'm going to stick with my different time explanation. I'm going to stick with that. Hey, he had those kids at 14 and 15. It's, it's, it's okay. Hey, oh, you know, hey. Got married at 17. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, my God. Uh, Guys. One of the things we like doing on this pod is taking a look at a minor character to see if this movie was the start of big things or the peak of their whole career. So it's time for an IMDb deep dive. Andrew Dice uh, Clay, all right. I'm kidding. Dice, man. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. If, Gina Gershon. If you haven't watched um, on Vice, there's a, a show called The Dark Side of Comedy. Um, oh, yeah. There's an episode oh, yeah. of Andrew Dice Clay that is 
he is so much worse than I thought he was. Cause like, I, I know him as like dirty nursery rhymes and blah, blah, blah. I did not realize a huge part of his act was just horrifying homophobia. <laughs> like did not yeah. know, yeah. didn't know that was like the centerpiece of his whole performance. Yeah. Hickory, Dickory, I think he's Doc. like repentant yeah. for it now. But... And he's, he's become like a serious yeah. actor. There's also, um, a clip of him. I'll see if I can find it and put it on our Facebook group. There's a clip of him on Arsenio um, where he's talking about how he wants to be like a serious actor and be taken seriously. And he's a, a, a musician. He's like, I play drums. Like I'm a really good drummer. And the crowd is like just cracking up, laughing at him. He's crying. Oh. Talking about how he oh. wants to be taken seriously, how he doesn't want to be this anymore. And he plays drums and he's good, but he's like crying, playing drums because oh. the crowd is taking him seriously. It's rough. <laughs> like It's fucking oh rough. I don't feel That's bad for him because, again, he was a horrible person at the time. But it's just like, man, it's it's something. But uh, we're not doing Dice Clay. We're not doing okay. Gina Gershon. We okay. are doing Alexa Kennan, who played mm-hmm. Jenna, the girl who wanted Steph's uh-huh. girlfriend's breasts to shrivel up and fall off. Um, yeah. She has 19 total credits. This was her 18th. So this is right near the end of her career. She was previously in a TV series called Coed Fever. I saw it and I'm like, that has to be a movie. Like, nope, that's a whole TV show called Coed Fever. Mm-hmm. She played Dana in Little Darlings, which is a movie that we're definitely going to do at some point because it is. Oh, I've seen this. Fucked up. Um, it's, it's, it's weird. Yeah, it, it makes Heather's look very quaint. Um, she was in Facts of Life, Give Me a Break, five different ABC after school specials. She was the female lead in Honky Tonk Man with Clint Eastwood. Um, where she was like an aspiring country music singer and he was like her manager or boyfriend. There's a scene of them in bed together. And I'm like, that's gross. You guys are 50 years apart, but tragically and call me Dave this week, she was found dead in her apartment shortly after the film wrapped. Uh, She died in 85. The movie came out in 86 movie came out in February, 86. She died in September of 85. So like right when filming ended Uh, her cause of death, as far as I know, remains unknown. Like, I don't... What? The IMDb says the cause of death is unknown. Uh, Wikipedia complications of asthma, possibly, maybe. Wow. Yeah. That's oh. some shit. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. So she... If you, she, if you have the rescue inhaler nearby, man. Well, oof, yeah. That can be rough. And then um, she... Uh, the movie is dedicated to her. Like, if you watch the credits, it's dedicated to her... And I think the costume designer who died like three months after the movie wrapped. Um, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's fucking dark. But uh, yeah, I, there were some others that were interesting, but I'm like, well, if she died a couple of years after this, I wouldn't have done it. But considering that she died before the movie came out, I'm like, that's one I'll, I'll, I'll talk about. So rest in peace to Alexa Kennan. Um, now that does bring us to the end of this episode, and just like the end of the school year, that means it's time to add out some superlatives. Uh, Steph is most likely to humiliate a waiter at a party, then throw a roll of singles in his face and tell him to do a little dance. He's Mr. Burns, essentially. Um, Blaine is most likely to say, okay, I don't agree with everything he says, but my taxes are down, the stock market is up, what do you expect me to do? <laughs> Uh, Ducky is most likely to go off on a Facebook tirade about how girls just don't want to be with nice guys like him. Give him Mm -hmm. big incel energy from that guy. And Andy is most likely to go to tears when she shows up at her first country club event with Blaine and realizes she looks totally ridiculous in her 17 different floral prints. 
She, I doubt it. She swore that shit to school. She's <sighs> never, she's oblivious. But look at how quickly she fell apart at that party. <laughs> like she, her confidence was shattered immediately when that girl was like, hey, nice pearls, not a dinner party. Like she fell well, apart right away. It was already pretty rough because he picked her up and he's like, oh, do you want to go home and change? Oh, my God. She's like, <laughs> I, I already, I already did. This is This is my nicest, my nicest this is clothing skirt. These are my your nice grandma's pearls. church Sunday best. But yeah, my, I'm wearing my it. nicest tweed vest. <laughs> like, she Ugh. looked absurd. Um, so now, this next movie is going to be a little bit of a special episode for the pod. Uh, it doesn't technically fit in with um what we do here if you've listened to us for a while you know we have a very hard time finding teen christmas movies they don't really exist it turns out but um we are going to do a christmas movie for the holiday uh it's not a teen movie but it does star a former teen star we're doing the Lindsay lohan netflix movie falling for christmas um i assume it's terrible uh she she has ruined her face in a way that makes me very sad. Um, mm. But she, she, I mean, it's the, it, we have to do it. I don't know what else we're going to do. I, I, I genuinely hope it's good because I want good things to happen to her. But then again, we did see I Know Who Killed Me. And Oof. I don't really want good things to happen to her after watching that. So you know, we'll see how it works out. It's not her fault entirely, but that movie was terrible. It was fucking awful. It was awful. Uh, so convoluted it didn't make any fucking sense they didn't even try but that does it for this week's episode if you guys like what you heard be sure to subscribe rate and leave us a five-star review you can also follow us on twitter and instagram at recapping gown pod that is r-e-c-a-p-n-g-o-w-n-p-o-d and join our facebook group recapping gown fan club i will i'll post some pictures of barrington illinois in there (laughs) there's it it looks like like a cartoon rich person's paradise um we'll keep the discussion going in there all week if you guys have any opinions or memories of this movie we'd love for you to jump in and let us know what you think but if you didn't like what you heard to quote ducky it's called a sense of humor you should get one it's nice take it easy millennials we'll see you next week